0: Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Hi folks, this is George Cannon, and we're going to be looking at another question today here on the Finding Clarity Podcast. The Finding Clarity podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we put together this podcast and try to bring some clarity to something that you might be struggling with or a question that you might have that you wouldn't necessarily get an answer for from maybe a morning message or even from Sunday school or even from a Bible study. So today we're going to be looking at the topic of heaven and hell and with that we're going to be looking at some different phrases that are used that people often used, and we kind of want to know the difference between them. So we're going to look at what is the difference between heaven, paradise, hell, Hades, and purgatory. We're also going to throw in a few other phrases that are used as we go through this study. Now. Because of the fact that we're going to be looking at each one of these phrases and trying to figure out exactly what is meant by them and how they're used today, it's going to take more than just this podcast to answer it. So we're going to divide it into two podcasts. So we're going to do, first of all, looking at the general sense of heaven and hell and what is going on there, and then we're going to focus today on the issue of of heaven, and what is meant by the different phrases that are there. So let's take a look today. First of all, when we talk about heaven and hell, the reality of it in a general sense. So i got three things I want to point out to you here. First of all, it's not uncommon to hear both heaven and hell in the church and in the world. Heaven and hell is basically a part of our everyday language. And every person, whether they go to church or not, has some concept of heaven and hell. Now, what that concept is differs from person to person. Typically, what we think of is heaven and hell is somewhere after we die and we end up in one or the other place. And so, typically, we use those terms with reference to someone's eternal state after they die. Now the second thing I want you to notice here is this. These terms are often used in a general sense to reflect greater truths. So when we say heaven, we're using it in a broad sense. We understand that there's more to it than that, but typically we just say that person is going to heaven. We're not getting into the details of what it is. We also mean that with regards to hell. We understand that people go to hell, but we don't really understand specific details of the truths that are reflected of someone who is in hell or maybe someone ultimately who ends up in the lake of fire. So that brings me to the third point I want you to see here is, is that often their use is due to a lack of understanding Concerning the specifics of the biblical truth. So, for instance, when someone says that I know that they are in heaven, that is, in a general sense, an accurate statement. But in a specific sense, as far as what the scriptures reflect, it's not necessarily accurate. But most people use it in a general sense. And I'll Get into that a little bit further when we look at the issue of heaven later on. So, let's talk about it now when we talk about the specific terms that are being used. We're going to focus in on the terms regarding heaven, that we use heaven in a general sense, but we're going to get into a specific sense now. So, we're going to look at heaven, paradise, and the new creation. Heaven, paradise, and the new creation. So, Number one, it's not uncommon to hear people talk of heaven as their destination. We usually hear people talk in terms of heaven as the place that they want to be when they die, or that someone who has died that they love is going to. So it's not uncommon to hear that term. However, this is my second point, the scriptures present a more complex picture than the general statement we use. So when you look in the scripture, you're not going to find specific passages that talk about this person went to heaven, or heaven is this. You're not going to find that. Actually, what you're going to find is a more complex picture, which we're going to try to help you to see through the various terms that are used in the scripture. So the first thing I want you to understand is when we talk about heaven, what is that? Well, Heaven is the abode of God where he dwells with his good angels. So heaven is the place where God is, where his throne is. And we see different pictures of that in the scripture. Isaiah chapter 6. We also see that in Ezekiel. We also see that in Revelation with the one who sits on the throne holding the scroll in Revelation chapter 4 and chapter 5. We see all of these different pictures. Now, Isaiah chapter 66, verse 1, with reference to where God is, listen to what the Lord says Himself. Thus says the Lord, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house you will build me? And where is the place of my rest? He's basically telling the Jews at that time, You, you want to build me a place? You want to have a place for my rest? Heaven is where my throne is. So it's the dwelling place of the Lord. Now you say, okay, when we say we go to heaven, what exactly are we meaning there? Well, the scripture gets a little bit more specific for you and I. So our spirits go to be with the Lord in heaven until the resurrection of our body. So when we die, when our body is dead, our spirit continues on. Well, our spirit goes to be with the Lord until the day when our bodies are resurrected. So we see that in Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8. Here's what Paul says He writes, We are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. So what he's saying here is is as long as he's here he's in this body, but what what he wants to if you look at the context of what he's saying is is he wants to be absent from the body. He wants to be removed from this body and to be present with the Lord. And so when you and I die, because it hasn't come to that point where we will be in the resurrection yet, you and I will see that we will be with the Lord in spirit in heaven. But that's not where we're supposed to be forever. Now, what about paradise, George? I've, I heard Jesus say that to the thief. What is paradise? Well, paradise is also known as Abram's bosom in Hades. Now, what do you mean Hades? Hades is, sometimes it's referred to in the scripture as hell. Oh, you mean we're going to hell? No, no, listen to me can be translated hell, but Hades is a place where the dead go. And we see in the scripture that it has two parts. One part is the place of torment. The other part is what is known as paradise. So again, let's talk about this from the scripture. So in Luke 23, 43, and Jesus said to him, that is the thief, assuredly, I say to you, you will be with me in paradise. Now, how do I know that what you're saying is true? Well, look at Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 31. This is the story, the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. Here's what Luke records. There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. And being in torment in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. He cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things. Likewise, Lazarus, evil things. But now he is comforted and you are tormented. And besides, Between us and you there is a great gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass to us. Then he said, I beg you therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. And Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets, Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to them, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded though one rise from the dead. Now, what we're seeing here in this parable is Hades being described, a place of two compartments. And so paradise is where The believers go to who trust in the Lord and the other part is where those who are awaiting judgment go in torment. Now this brings me to my next point. This is where the spirits of the saints dwell until the death and resurrection of Jesus. So up until the point where Jesus is resurrected and the spirits go to be with him This is where they dwelt, okay? This is where they were. Now, the reality is is that, as I've already mentioned to you, that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. When will we be resurrected? Well, when our bodies are resurrected, we will dwell forevermore with Christ. And we see this in the famous passage that describes the rapture, 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 13-18. through But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, and the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Thus we will always be with the Lord. Therefore comfort one another with these words. So we'll go to be with the Lord, we'll receive our resurrected bodies. Then that brings us to the reality of what is beyond that. So believers will enter the eternal state as a part of the new creation. So we're going to enter into the eternal state. What is that? Revelation chapter 21 verse 1. I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. And there was no more sea. So our ultimate destination isn't, as we say, I'm going to heaven. But it's going to be you and I dwelling in the new creation. And more specifically is this. Believers will dwell in the new Jerusalem in the new creation. And again, listen to Revelation chapter 21, verses 2 and 3. Then I, John, saw the holy city the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself will be with them and be their God. So what we've done now is we've taken a general sense of Everyone who knows Christ is going to heaven. And we've kind of fleshed that out with spiritual truth to help you to understand exactly what we mean by that. And, and here, let's kind of wrap it up. And here's what it is. Before Jesus died on the cross, those who had faith in Christ, what we would call the Old Testament saints, they, when they died, their spirits went to paradise or Abraham's bosom. When Christ died on the cross, he then led captivity, set captivity free. They then went to be with him. And we, if we die before the Lord comes in the rapture for us, we, our spirits, go to be present with him while our bodies are waiting for the day of the resurrection. In that day, what is known as the rapture, you and I, if we are dead, will be resurrected in our body. Our bodies will be raised up, we'll get a new body. Our spirits will be joined with that, and we will be with the Lord forever. Now, where will we be? Where then? Are we going to be in heaven? No, you and I are going to be in the new creation. That is, the old has passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And we will dwell with God forever there. And that, my friends, is what it means when we say we're going to heaven. We use it in a general sense, but in a specific sense, it's a whole lot more information. Now, next week, we're going to look at the rest of our question. And this time, we're going to focus on Hades, hell, the lake of fire, and then we're even going to address what some would talk about, and that is the issue of purgatory. And we're going to look at that question next week. The Finding Clarity podcast is really an opportunity for you and I to look at questions and try to find a biblical answer. You might be saying, well, George, I've got a question. How can I get it to you? Well, I would encourage you to write it down, get it to me in a service or talk to me specifically and say, hey, George, I've got a question. Can you answer this for me? Or you can go to our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Finding Clarity Podcast or Facebook.com slash Kerwin'sville Christian Church, and you can direct message us there with your question. Until we get together and look at a question again, take care.